Hello and welcome to the Pinch Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So today is Monday, so we are going to do our three M's of magic, mastery and momentum to see you through the week. But before we do, I want to share something that I think is really exciting. Over the next couple of months, I've got um, around 12 people lined up to interview to bring you some really delicious conversations. I hope you're going to love these people as much as I do. It's just been so much fun reaching out to people that I really admire, people that I'm intrigued by, people that are talking about subjects that are really important to me. And I think you'll enjoy those conversations too. So over the next few months, we have conversations about red tents. We have conversations about the myth of Inanna and how that story can help us navigate the own obstacles of life, about how to blend spirituality and um, our own personal ecosystems, conversations about cycles, conversation about circles and including our children, um, um, conversations about devotional practices, all sorts of really good, yummy, juicy conversations. And I hope you're going to love them. But back to today, first of all. Um, So today we are looking at all things I suppose reflective is like next week we have the equinox and like I said previously I always find the equinoxes you know spring or autumn equinox the perfect time to review the last six months we have that moment of pause that moment of balance when we get this beautiful opportunity to look back at where we've come but also then to bring that information with us and look forward to where we're going to go so it's a chance to celebrate what you've done who you're becoming, but also to explore where there's room for improvement and how to integrate those lessons that inevitably we have experienced. So today we're going to celebrate just how far you've come on your path um, and also where you can claim even more of your magic. So one, magic. Something for you to journal about. What have you learned about yourself over the last six months? It is too easy to forget how much progress you actually make with day to life, day to day life, just going and going and going. Something happens, we achieve something, we do something, we take a stand for ourselves, we tick something off our to-do list, we do something really significant and we're like, yes. And then there's the next thing. And then there's the to-do list. And then there's the kids' dinner to make, or there's work to go back to the next day, or there's that next project. We barely take time to celebrate the things that make us proud of ourselves, or we overlook the things that deserve our recognition, especially if they appear small. And hopefully you've heard me say this before, but it's the small things that really need the biggest celebration. It's like, yes, we love to um, really appreciate those big things and celebrate the big things that we've done. Maybe we've launched something. Maybe we have finally made that enormous change in our life. But those small choices, when you add them together, they bring such enormous change that I really do feel it's the small things that are absolutely worthy of that celebration. So when you look back over the last six months, what are what are the big things? Absolutely. But what are the smaller things that you've done? Just those day to day moments, that moment you said yes when you wanted to say yes and no when you wanted to say no, that that time you, you know, change your mindset about something, reframe something, the time that you took that lesson on. I mean, they're enormous. And yet because they happen in a moment, we often dismiss them. They don't have the fanfare. So really take some time to reflect on 
all of the things, regardless of their size, that you've done and achieved, consciously not done over the last six months and consider what are you proud of? Not what you're proud of for other people recognising you, but what makes you proud? I was sharing with my group last night, something I consciously do with my little boy is if he's done something that I'm really proud of, instead of me saying to him, I'm so proud of you, I always ask him, are you proud of you? And he always says yes. And then I'm like, oh yes, mummy's proud of you too. But I always make sure that he is recognising himself first of all, because I think so many people, we look to feel good about ourselves by other people being proud of us. But then that's not pride, that's judgment. You know, we can only be happy if someone else is giving us that attention, if someone else is proud of us. And of course, soak up that adulation if you want to, you know, like allow that, you know, other people to to be proud of you and you hold that energy, but don't give your power away to those people because those same people could scowl at you the next day and you've given them the same amount of power. So make sure you are proud of you first. So what is it that you are most proud of over the last six months? What new places, hobbies, skills, music, etc. have you explored? What new things have you done? What old places have you revisited? Yeah, perhaps like me, you're like going back to your 90s Britpop <laughs> and grunge music um, and like tapping into that. Or perhaps you're exploring something completely different. But what is it that you have done? Where have you prioritised what's important to you? Like I say, it might be in those seemingly air quotes, small daily choices. Perhaps it's something really significant. What skills and knowledge have you refined, have you honed, have you deepened into? And what has made you wiser? Some of those things will be good. Some of those things will be learning new skills, new information, and some of them will be those tricky, challenging lessons. But nevertheless, we can take the wisdom from a lot of those situations. So, What has made you wiser over the last six months? Because there is no question at all, you are not the same person you were six months ago. You you can't be. (laughs) Life moves so fast. So much happens. We learn so much more. We, you know, we develop, we grow, we stumble, we trip over, we fall flat on our faces. Hopefully we manage to pick ourselves up again and we keep going. So like, who are you becoming? Who do you want to become? Are you oriented in that correct direction? So you might want to spend like the next week reflecting on those questions as we come up to that energy of the equinox on Monday. So the next thing, mastery, something for you to think about. So um, in my um, oracle deck, I have a card called the egg. And in it, it says, well, it says it a bit more eloquently than (laughs) I've written in my newsletter today. But basically it says, When an egg is cracked from the outside, you get scrambled eggs. When an egg is broken from within, you get life. And I want you to think about that for a moment. When we have an egg and we crack it, we can turn it into scrambled egg, into fried egg, we can turn it into, you know, pancakes, whatever it is we want. But it doesn't get a say in it. We've cracked it from the outside and we've scrambled it. When you have an egg that is cracked from within, you get life, you get a chick. So think about that in terms of you. Where in your life are outside forces exerting their pressure on you and cracking you, leaving you feeling scrambled, doubting yourself, unsure? 
leaving you confused and pulled all over the place. Whereas actually what we want you to do is to crack yourself from the inside with love and tenderness by doing what you actually want to spend your time doing so that you can express more of yourself, more of your potential, more of your creativity so that you can bring life to your dreams and desires and more life to your life, really. It's like to bring your sense of um, power and magic and intention to that. So where are you feeling pressured by outside forces that are going to cause you to feel air quote scrambled? And what do you need to do or what do you want to focus on so that actually you can bring life? And a, a good way to do this is to notice your energy. So what makes your energy expand, but what makes it contract? Obviously, you'll know what works for you. But typically, expansion means that whatever you're doing, whatever you're experiencing, aligns with you and is bringing you more life, more awe, more wonder, more joy, more opportunities. It's moving you forward. It has that openness energy. And then notice where, what things that you're doing, experiencing, etc. Where is that making your energy feel contracted? Where are you like going in and almost like it has that energetic energy of like defending your body? It's like you almost like hunch over around those shoulders and protect yourself, but you'll just feel that energy shrink because that energy does leave you feeling scrambled because it leaves you doubting yourself. It leaves you like disconnected to your truth because you're you're shrinking. So you're becoming a shell of yourself. And we don't want that. We want you to be full, to have your energy expansive. It doesn't mean you have to be rah, 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 jazz hands, but just in the way that you approach life, in the way that you show up, that there is that expansion energy, there's that curiosity, there's that openness which puts you in charge of where you direct your power. We often we often um, shrink down and when our energy contracts and then we start giving our power away to other people. So just again, just notice where you're feeling scrambled, where you want to, like what it is you're ready to break free. And the egg is, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, that egg is a really important analogy right now because it is that energy of rebirth, of renewal, of like what you want to bring to life, not having other people tell you what you should do. And then finally, I thought this was a fun thing to do. Momentum. Action for you to take. Now, I've said here to create a book of brilliance. Now, often in a magical world, people talk about a book of shadows, which is like our own personal journey, our own magical adventures. But actually, I want you to create a separate book called A Book of Brilliance. And a book of brilliance is exactly as it says. It's a book that you create that focuses on all all the brilliance and all the joy you create, the joy you encounter as you move through your life. So to make your book, get a journal. In fact, you could do it digitally as well if you wanted to. But um, take a journal, decorate it if you want to in a way that feels great. Get a really posh one, get a little scrappy one. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter at all. But you want one that can't you know that when you look at it you're like yes this is my book of brilliance and then in it add pictures quotes poems affirmations ex- um, anything that you experience that adds the energy of living a brilliant and magical life so you could put um 
almost like vision board it from you know things that you see in a magazine tear them out put them in your in your book of brilliance you could have postcards from holidays that you've been on photos of you just like living your best life or people that you really care about you could put your favorite poems your favorite quotes that inspire you you know pictures of children of pets of anything that just uplifts you if people say kind things to yourself put it in your book of brilliance if you receive i don't know um, a comment that someone has said that's really kind and touched your heart, write it in your book of brilliance. If you receive an email, write it, cut it out, print it. Kind words in any kind of cards you receive, whatever it is, put it all in the book of brilliance. And then regularly read back through your book of brilliance to remind yourself of the things that you love, that inspire you, the things that make you shine, the things that make you feel most like you, the things that bring you back to your centre and allow and allow you to have that energy of expansion again. And then the great thing about this is if you have to make a decision, you can spend a little bit of time browsing through your book of brilliance to reconnect to what's important to you. And then once you are filled up with your own brilliance, once you're back to your own center, remembering who you are, remembering the things that are important to you, you can then make your decision from that space. Because if you try and make your decision from like go back to the egg, if you try to make your decision with all of the judgments and expectations crushing you, scrambling you, you're not likely to make a decision that you feel good about. Whereas if you make a decision where you're cracking from the inside, when you're shining your brilliance, that makes all the difference in the world. So I would love to know which of your three M's are you doing today or doing this week? Are you doing your magic, something for you to journal around, which is like, what have you learned about yourself over the last six months? Are you going to think about when an egg is cracked from the outside, you get scrambled eggs. And then when an egg is cracked from within, you get life and notice where those external pressures are scrambling you and where you want to take back control and bring back life. Or are you going to create your book of brilliance? Come over into our community link is in the show notes and let us know which of those three things are you going to focus on doing for the next week. So thank you for joining me. I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. And importantly, I look forward to sharing all of these interviews. I think you're going to love them. So thank you for joining me. I'll speak to you again very soon.